Boston College quarterback Phil Dracovic will be a first-round draft pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. I'm going to explain why he'll be a draft pick, who he could go to, and what could hold him back. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I am also the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin, part of the Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation Network. Make sure to check my work out there. This is a big episode where I'm going to kind of jump ahead to the 2023 draft. We just finished the 2022 draft, a draft that in which Zion Johnson was the only Boston College player drafted with the 17th overall pick to the Los Angeles Chargers. But the page turns now. And all of the spotlight is going to be on two players, and we'll go over both of them in the next couple days. Wide receiver Zay Flowers and quarterback Phil Dracovic will be the focus of today's episode as he heads into his third season with Boston College. Now, you guys all remember his story. If you know Boston College, you know Dracovic's story. He started at Notre Dame. He was a four-star blue-chipper quarterback. He transferred out after Ian Book landed the starting job. He comes to BC. In his first season, Dracovic was fantastic, throwing for 2,558 yards, 17 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, and a rating of 138. Then, in 2021, he gets hurt. And this really is the reason why Dracovic is back in 2022. He only plays in a handful of games, he is hurt in the second game of the season, and when he comes back, he's not 100%. Now, we're heading into 2022, and Dracovic is back. You saw him play in the spring game. He looked good. You saw, if you didn't hear about it, you know, Halfley during the summer, I mean, sorry, during the spring, was very adamant that Dracovic is 100%. He was 50% or less, he said, in those final games against Wake Forest and Florida State, hence why he looked so shaky. But a fully healthy Dracovic is exactly what NFL teams want at quarterback. He is big. He's 6'5", 230. You're going to get a good-sized quarterback. Now, 6'5", that's the type of height that puts him in elite status at with the NFL. There's only a handful of, of, of quarterbacks that hit that height level. That would be Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. You have a couple other smaller players that are not as good. And then Cam Newton and Ben Lo And then, of course, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Now, if you have been listening to our podcast, you've been reading up on some of the scouting reports on Dracovic. Roethlisberger is the comp that he gets all the time. And now that is very, very high expectations. But you see it in the way he plays. Now, Big Ben... He's tough to tackle. He's got a big time when he was when he was younger. He had a big time arm, and he could do a lot of things. He could extend plays when he was getting hit. That's exactly what Dracovic has done. Dracovic is impossible in times to bring down one to one. It takes two or three guys to take him down, and that will be attractive to NFL coaches. And on top of that, you look at how the draft unfolded. This last year for quarterbacks, you saw only one quarterback in that first round. I believe it was um, Kenny Pickett to the Steelers just fresh off of a year where the NFL had what four or five draft picks in that first round with Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, um, Trey Lance, all those quarterbacks, Kyle Wilson that went in that first year. You're going to see that happen again in 2023. 
because there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of really good quarterbacks. But don't get it twisted. Dracovic will be one of those guys because if he can stay healthy, he's going to put up circus numbers because it, it will be a lot on him. But he's got one of the best weapons in the country. You have an elite wide receiver like Zay Flowers who has the speed and hands that he has. This is going to make Djokovic look like a million bucks out there. Because Djokovic has clearly the skills, the arm to do that. But when you have an elite receiver to throw to, it it can fool some scouts. I'm not saying he needs to fool scouts. But it can show them that this is a guy that can really uncork a ball. A guy that can be dominant. So just getting the ball to Zay Flowers is going to make his numbers, his statistics, Really pop. You're going to see good uh, yards per throw, uh, yards after completion. You're going to see a lot of big numbers for Djokovic. And on top of that, I think his ability to run the ball will be something that we're going to want to watch for this year. Because in the NFL, the ability to be mobile is important. And when you have a guy that's built like Cam Newton, 6'5", and can move like Ben Roethlisberger, I'm not going to say he runs like Cam Newton because Cam Newton... Uh, in his prime was unstoppable. But Djokovic can move the ball. Remember that game against, um, it was Georgia Tech when he came back. He ran the ball very effectively. And all you need to do to run Djokovic effectively is you throw out those four wide receivers. You throw out Zay Flowers, Jalen Gill, Jaden Williams, and probably Taji Johnson. Spread them out, and that's going to spread the defense out. And when you have Djokovic in space, he's going to be lethal. Now, add that piece, the ability to run the ball, because I think they're going to be able to do that a little bit. I think John uh, John McNulty, the new offensive coordinator, will be able to do some things with that as well. And what that is going to do is going to make Phil Dracovic a absolute first-round draft pick next year. All he has to do is stay healthy and play in his game. That's a big question mark. And in um, Section 3, our third part of our show, we're going to get into what could derail Dracovic in 2023. But coming up in our next segment, I'm going to get into what teams I think might have some spots available next year that could look at Phil Dracovic in the 2023 NFL Draft. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Thank you for making us your first listen every morning. And if you like Locked On Boston College, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like our podcast as well, make sure to check out Locked On ACC. I've been off for about a month. Candace Cooper took a, a, a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back and we're going to be recording this week and we're going to be looking at NFL draft misses from the last week. So you're going to want to hear that. So check out Locked on ACC on YouTube as well or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, one of the things about Phil Dracovic is that there's there's going to be teams that are going to need have a need in 2023. And there's going to be some other quarterbacks. I think that's another important thing to look at when you're analyzing this upcoming draft class. You look at who's available and you see Bryce Young from Alabama, C.J. Stroud uh, from C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Those will probably be the top two quarterbacks, I would imagine. But you can't sleep on some of the other names that are going to be battling with Dracovic. That could be Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. That could also be never know someone like Caleb Williams from USC. You know they've they've put a massive team around him already. Maybe he's going to blow up, or 
it could be someone just like Sam Hartman or Devin Leary. I mean, I don't really think those guys, but there's going to be some really good names heading into that class. But what could be some teams that are looking for quarterbacks? Because we just saw an NFL draft that took a team off of of the radar that I thought would be a perfect fit. And that was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, if Mitch Mitch Wolf was here, he would have he would have crowed about how Pittsburgh would have been a bit good fix. He saw he said that all along. But there's other teams out there as well that could be in a need for a quarterback in 2023. One that I didn't even think of that popped up on a CBS mock draft would be closer to probably to the end of the dra- uh, first round would be Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, the Bucks were not expected to get Brady back. He came back after that weird flirtation, it sounds like, with the Miami Dolphins. But now he's back at Tampa Bay. But I, you got to imagine he's got one, two years left. Now, they have Kyle Trask from Florida as their backup. But what if what if Tampa Bay doesn't see him as the future? Kyle Kyle Trask, I think, was a second or third round draft pick. Maybe he's not showing what they need. He could be in Tampa Bay could be a perfect place for Phil Jakovic. And when he if he lands there and say Brady leaves after this season, maybe he does eventually go to Miami or another team, that leaves him possibly with weapons like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and a solid offensive line around him. It wouldn't be a bad spot for him. And if we're talking about the Bays, Green Bay might not honestly be that bad of a choice as well. Now, the reason they might go for someone like Dracovic, they have Jordan Love in the weights, but how much longer is he going to wait? Aaron Rodgers just signed a humongous contract, uh, and he could be around for a couple more years. Now, is a couple more years all you want to wait for Dracovic? They could be. Um, And so... Aaron Aaron Rodgers in the in the Green Bay Packers could be another team to watch, but there's there's teams I think that are even better fits than that. The first one I look at and one that'll probably be in the top ten will be the New York Giants. They currently have a quarterback room of Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Davis Webb, and Brian Lewerke. Now clearly that is not a uh, uh, foursome that is going to be a uh, and NFL playoff caliber starter group coming up in a couple of years. This is not a group that you want to move forward with. So could could the Giants go for someone? Now, I think they're going to be super early. So they could be looking at someone like Bryce Stroud or uh, uh, Bryce Young, excuse me, or CJ Stroud. Those could be the guys that go up for them. But hey, if they have a need, they might go for um, Dracovic. But again, He's a big quarterback, and I, they might have a little PTSD after what Daniel Jones has done for them. But that might be one squad to look at. And now I'm prefacing this by saying I'm not sure about the NFL draft picks who has what. I'm just saying these are teams that could be fits. And that means they might not have a first-round draft pick, but maybe they trade up. Maybe they package some players or something to get into the first round. I'm just saying these are some teams that are interesting to watch. Now another team that I, I thought of that could be a fit in terms of need of a quarterback, are the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Miami Dolphins have Tua Tagovailoa, and I'm not sure he's the fit there. I, I, you know, there's a lot of buzz that he's not the what the future of quarterback for that franchise, and it was a surprise that he lasted this year. It looked like they were going to gra- grab Tom Brady in the offseason, but they didn't. Maybe Dracovic will be the fit there, and you know, I'm sure they're going to have some. Uh, they're going to have Matt Applebaum back there. Uh, crowing for him and 
maybe that'll be a fit. But that would be one other team to watch. Another team that's connected to BC that I thought, yeah, they might need a future quarterback is the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Indianapolis has Matt Ryan right next year, but he is 36 years old. He's going to be 37 at the end of the season. Uh, He's turning 37 before the season, excuse me. He'll be 38 before next season. Now, how many quarterbacks last that long? You got Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and uh, Brett Favre. Ryan could. He could last a couple years, but maybe Indianapolis needs an answer behind him, the future quarterback. And what would be a better pick than Phil Dracovic? Uh, so he could, they could be another team that I could see, you know, looking at a quarterback next year. Then you'd have to go further west for my last choice of a quarterback, a team that could use a quarterback in 2023, and that is the Seattle Seahawks. Now the Seahawks just traded away Russell Wilson this offseason, and they have, I'm not going to bash Drew Locke, but they have close to nothing at quarterback. They have Drew Locke. Uh, Jacob Eason and Geno Smith. Geno Smith is a career backup. Jacob Eason is not going to be a starter as far as I can tell. Maybe they go for a uh, a quarterback. And it could, again, there's the, the other quarterbacks, but that could be a team that the Jakovic could fall to. Jakovic could find a team like Seattle that is looking for a quarterback right away. They're a team that probably will have a lot of draft capital as well because they've, you know, I believe they got it quite the haul when they traded away for Russell Wilson. So those are just a few teams that you're going to want to watch for in 2023 that are going to need a quarterback because, you know, this it, it was a weird offseason for, for qu- the quarterbacks. First of all, you had a ton of trades. You saw te- teams moving around. You saw, you know, Deshaun Watson ending up with the Browns. Baker Mayfield hasn't ended up anywhere, but it sounds like he may end up with the Panthers. Matt Ryan gets traded. And then the draft class, you know, was as underwhelming as it gets for quarterbacks. You know, you got Kenny Pickett in the first round, but everyone else, it was a crapshoot. Sam Howell free fell. You had... Uh, you had Zappy go to the Patriots. You had all these weird picks go on, but they were all later rounds. Next year should be a change, and if Phil Jakovic plays to his level, he could be in that conversation, and I think we'll be talking about mocks about him for about the next year, and I hope you are ready for that because it'll just be interesting. It's You know, when you have a quarterback do that, it it, it, it drives a lot of conversation. It was interesting to see Zion Johnson go in the first round, but he's an offensive lineman. How much can you really talk about Zion Johnson? When you have a Matt Ryan or a Phil Dracovic, it's a big deal. And interestingly enough, we're going to get into our our next segment will be why Phil Dracovic will not be drafted in the first round. And we'll get to in that, that in just a moment. Now, BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs in the start of the Major League Baseball season. They have all sorts of great bets on BetOnline. You can find the number one draft pick for next year. And as we're talking about Phil Dracovic, he's listed there, and he has the fifth best odds in the entire country. So if you're interested in getting Phil Dracovic at... 16 to 1 odds. That's you put down $10, you're going to win 160 bucks. You can head on over to Bet Online. Or if you want to go with a safer pick, you can go with CJ Stroud at 2 to 1 or Bryce Young at 5 to 2 or Will Anderson at 3 to 1. But if you're listening to this episode, I know you're a Boston College fan and you're hoping for that magical season with Phil Dracovic. So head on over to Bet Online and you can make your bet on Phil Dracovic being the number 1 pick in the 2023 draft. 
BetOnline is so easy to use. All you need to do is grab your phone, your tablet, or your laptop and head over to BetOnline. It's your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Head over to BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College. Tomorrow is Recruiting Wrap-Up Wednesday. I've got a load of news about Boston College football recruiting, a new possible commitment for basketball that you want to know about, and some transfer portal interesting nuggets that we're going to try to unwrap and get into. Now, this episode is dedicated to quarterback Phil Dracovic and the potential of him being this quarterback being drafted in the first round of the 2023 playoffs. In the first two segments, we talked about why he could be drafted, what he has that will be attractive to teams, and what teams are looking for a quarterback when they are drafting next year. Now, there's a lot of moving parts between now and then. There's moving parts in the NFL. I mean, I gave you a bunch of teams, but you never never know. All it takes is one trade and things can change. Look at what happened with the Colts. But... You could also look at college football and you can look at Djokovic's trajectory and you could see that there's things that could happen for him out there that could impact his potential in the NFL. Now, what is it about his game that could turn off NFL teams and make him less than a first round draft pick? And there are a few things. Now, the biggest thing, the, the one that Boston College fans around the country hold their breath about every time he touches the ball is injuries. Now, Dracovic has been hurt three different times in the last two years. He missed significant time twice in 2020. Not significant, but he missed a couple games in 2020, including the end of the season when Dennis Grossell had to play against UVA. Played with a separated shoulder that he got against Clemson when he refused to go down. And then he had a lower, I think it was a lower leg injury against Louisville that sidelined him for the rest of that game in the game against UVA. Now, he was also hurt in 2021, and we don't need to recap this entire story. It was that dive against UMass. He goes in, comes back, he broke his hand. That was a fluky injury. I think I think scouts will be able to look past that one because things like, like weird stuff happens in football. It's a violent game. You're in these giant piles of, you know, over 1,200 pounds of men just moving around, and things can happen. In terms of injuries, so that kind of injury, I think they can they can uh, move away from and, and and understand that that's just kind of fluky. But I do have to wonder, even if with that, if he gets hurt again and misses time in twenty twenty one, uh, twenty twenty two, excuse me, if his injury record is going to be a turnoff for NFL teams, for Jakovic to avoid this. He's got to adjust some of his game. I know over and over we hear from Halfley, from you know Frank Signetti last year, to McNulty this year, that Djokovic's DNA is to absorb hits, to not go down. But there's got to be a middle ground here, folks. There cannot be Phil Djokovic getting crushed every play because he goes out there and he's getting hit around the waist. He's getting dragged down from the top. It is just the law of averages that he's going to get hurt. And he's got to avoid that. Now, shrugging off a tackle or two, sure, absolutely, that's part of his game. That is what makes Djokovic a special talent. But there's, you know the moments I'm talking about. I mean, that's what he got hurt in against UMass. Like, 
if you're playing a team like UMass, a team that you have, what, like a 95% chance of beating, and if Djokovic stays healthy, they were going to beat them easily. They beat them without him. There should be no reason he's taking unnecessary hits. Like, just slide. Like, again, if you're playing UMass, just slide. If you're playing this year, if it's UConn, if it's Maine, I think is the FCS team that they're playing, just slide. Stop taking hits. And if you're winning, don't take stupid hits. Like, if you're beating up a team like Syracuse or a team like Duke, just, like, take the hits when you need to. Don't, you know... Quarterbacks have tread on their on their bodies too, just like running backs do. And as much as we love watching Dracovic out there, scouts are going to watch him getting hit, and and there's going to be a little concern there. So I I I'm, gonna, I'm not going to harp on it this whole segment, but I think his injuries are something to watch for. And I think the final thing that could derail his 2023 uh, potential first round draft pick has to be his decision making. You know. Every time Dracovic goes back to pass, he could go for a nice long pass. He he has the arm to, to uncork it every single time. But will he be able to continue to make those smaller reads? Will he be able to work on his screen passes, which he struggled with? Will he be able to do some of those other things that quarterbacks do at the next level that they need to do? I think that's going to be something we're going to need to watch. We need to see that the 2021 season, where he was a little less accurate than you want, was was a fluke, and it was only because of the injury. You need to prove that you're the guy that we saw in 2022, uh, 2020, excuse me, that threw for you know 61% and completed 61% of his passes. A guy like that will be a first-round draft pick. If a guy, if he goes back to what we saw last year, there's going to be many other quarterbacks that can do better than what that is. But I don't think that's going to be the case, but we need to see it. I could talk about this till I turn my face turns blue, but we need to see it. We need to see a healthy 12 games out of Phil Dracovic where he plays crisp, he did what he did in 2020, and he helps BC get into a, uh, a, a upper echelon program. He is that kind of quarterback. And I'm telling you, if he can get BC as a top 25 team, beating a top 25 team, doing some special things this year... Yeah, quarterbacks from lesser teams can can be a first-round draft pick, but it's those quarterbacks that do what Matt Ryan did in 2007, that do what Joe Burrows did for LSU, that have these transcendent years. Those are the guys that scouts pay attention to. If BC goes 6-6 six and six and Djokovic just kind of flops against some of those elite offenses and offenses and defenses, they're going to say, oh, yeah, but there's other guys that could do that too. He needs to ball out in 2022 and this could be the year where he shows the world that he's not just a good quarterback he's not just a sleeper he is an elite quarterback and he's right there he just needs to tweak a few things but he's got an elite wide receiver he's got good other weapons with him a questionable uh offensive line but i think they'll be better than we expect with a good offensive line coach go coach googs i think will be good i think if he puts up some circus numbers and does some big things in big games, that will get Phil Dracovic a big a big first-round draft pick grade. And I think that is what we'll be watching for in 2022. Now, on tomorrow's show, again, recruiting news. If you want to know about the future of Boston College football, who are the names they are going after? Who are they in good shape with? Who are names that they might miss on, but other ones that they might grab? 
you're going to want to hear my thoughts on this on tomorrow's show. So make sure to check that out. Now, follow me on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can follow me on Twitter as well. My personal account, uh, what was it? Big Game Boomer. Just name me the best or best BC personality. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I mean, I know he's just like the Excel spreadsheet list guy, but I thought, hey, you know, he, he shouted me out. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I, I am a, um, I love attention. So I'll, I'll take that piece of attention there. And uh, make sure you find us wherever you get your podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to give us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button. And the best thing you could do as a listener of this show is tell a friend. Tell If you have a friend that you go to BC football games with, tell them about Lockdown Boston College. Tell them why you like this show, and I'm sure you're going to like more of what we got coming up this summer, including special guests and a lot more uh, previews for the 2022 season. This is AJ Black. Hope you all had a great uh, time listening to the show. I had a great time recording it for you. Have a great night, everyone. Take care.